my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Did you know that uh, Mr. Beast made 250 grand on X? I did. Yeah? What did you think about that? I don't know how it actually worked on X's end, but my theory is, is because it's Mr. Beast and they want to entice more people like Mr. Beast who have a massive social following to post more video content, his content was going to do better and perform better from a revenue standpoint than most people's. Uh, and then the other thing to keep in mind is, even though he produced 250,000, the video he used was one of his good videos, right? Because not all his videos hit, they all do well, but some do much better than others. And the other factor is, is he spends an arm and a leg to create his content. Most people don't spend that much money. And if you look at how much he generates in ads versus how much he's spending, I bet you he's losing money if it was just a straight monetization play. So yeah, I'm looking at the, this tweet over here. So my first X video made over 250K. It's a bit of a facade. Advertiser saw the attention it was getting and bought ads on my video, I think. And thus my revenue per view is probably higher than what you'd experience. So it got 156 million impressions, 5.1 million engagements, and then 263K in revenue. And then he gave it all away. And then I think he, he, he tweeted afterwards and it became a super viral tweet saying he gave 25 grand 10 times um, if, wow. if they follow or like re-engage or like retweet. And I think that got like hundreds of millions of views or something like that. So he like leveraged the attention to get more attention. I think that was smart of him. Um, and hey, 250 grand is better than nothing. And he already had that video on YouTube and any other social channel that he probably uses, which I'm assuming is all of them. Uh, but it's it's a smart model. If you're creating content, I don't get why people don't just post it on all platforms. It's like extra reach. And dude, I know people who post on Twitter. We have mutual friends. Some of them get no likes. Yeah. And it's like, it's okay. It's, yeah. You're still getting some impressions. It's yeah. better than nothing. You know, don't be ashamed of having little to no engagement. Yeah. It's better than nothing. I'll tell you what. I mean, you, you, you know, the. I'll tell you what's good for, for Mr. Beast. What he should do, I believe, is, you know, he has a SaaS called View Stats. Okay, he has a what called a ViewStats? SaaS software as a service, you know? Okay, yeah. So, so, so ViewStats, go to ViewStats.com and it's like Social Blade, but it's better. And so the cool thing, you, you should definitely have your team do this, but 
you can see the videos. You can see videos on on my my page, and you can see how many times I've ran tests on each particular video. When I started doing an A/B test, when I started doing a thumbnail test, how many I've ran. And so now we have something where we can hold our people accountable too. We can see how many tests they're running because we want them to run a lot of tests, yeah. right? Um, and I think I just think the analytics are better. He's not charging anything for this right now, and I think it's one of the better YouTube tools that are out there. And maybe he'll start charging five bucks a month or ten bucks a month. Oh, no, check it out. Yeah. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. By the way, Neil and I have an agency owners group called the Agency Owners Association. All you have to do, just go to marketingschool.io slash agency. Once again, it's marketingschool.io slash agency to learn more. And now back to the show. Uh, on a side note, going back to YouTube and even X and Mr. Beast and just social in general, Dude, it was funny. Did you see the chart that someone ended up posting on Reddit of uh, Netflix's revenue per user versus Facebook? No, what is it? I believe it was 194 for, where is that? I'm actually pulling it up. Uh, Netflix was $194 per year per user. Facebook, $207 per user per, per year. year. Wow. And it's so funny because everyone talks about, hey, you need to have these cool, you know, hit businesses. You want to charge for subscriptions. And everyone's like, subscription businesses are better. Ad yeah. businesses are ugly. Yeah. You see all these ads out there. No one wants them on the platform. But at the end of the day, you know, money's money. And you and I have been in business long enough. Just look at the companies that you talked about in your retreat. One was a quilt business. One is a phone service. Mm -hmm. One buys WordPress plugins. One's, one's pet. a pet insurance or pet industry one's, business. Uh, one focuses on debt. One focuses on debt, like yeah. a cap chase? No, no, no. They uh, Sorry, it's pay for performance for debt. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another one focuses on analytics for SaaS, but he mm -hmm. sold that company, right? Yeah. Uh, Patrick. Yeah. 
None of the companies, and I'm not trying to belittle any of these people. I'm in the same boat. None of these people have sexy companies. No. I don't have a sexy company. No. You don't have a sexy company. Yeah. The riches are in ugly. Un- hey, that's a good clip. <laughs> no, the riches really are in ugly. Microsoft is not a sexy company. Yeah. Yes, Apple is a sexy company. But if you look at a lot of the large corporations out there, Facebook is not sexy. Microsoft is not sexy. Google is not sexy. Amazon is not sexy, right? Sexy is like Louis Vuitton. Yeah, the sexy, big Sexy is like Coca-Cola or Airbnb or like consumer stuff. That everyone's like, wow, that's so cool. Like Tesla to me is sexy. Yeah. Yes, there is money in Tesla. And even LVMH, I think he is currently the richest person or the second richest, depending on the day. And the, well, also, who knows if Elon gets that $55 billion payout, you know? Yeah, that'll affect his network. But However you look at it, yes, there are people who make a lot of money doing sexy businesses. But if if Eric and I look at our network, most of the people we know and most of the other entrepreneurs, you know, in our circles or even outside of our circles that we've talked to, most of them have made their money from ugly businesses. And like, usually it's one thing. Yeah, it's one thing. Uh, you know, I know someone in YPO that just manufactures product for one of the biggest apparel companies and they generate over a billion dollars. How ridiculous is that? Just do one thing for one corporation. Your margins aren't going to be the highest because you're going to squeeze you because it's so much money, but you're still making tens and tens of millions of dollars a year in profit. It's not sexy, but it still prints cash. You know what's funny? I, we look at Twitter now, or I, I look at Twitter, and it's like you see the same mistakes happening over and over. So you learned your lesson. You know, I learned my lesson. We got punched in the face before to, to focus, right? And then to do, do one thing for a very long time. And then you see people that are just super smart and they talk about their holding company or the 10 different things that they're doing. Or like, you know, I just started this company over here and it's a completely unrelated business. But then they're also making fun of people that are at, telling them to focus. And it's just like, dude, it's, it's like you look at it. It's like a, you're, you're waiting for this train to crash, yes. basically. So I don't know. It's just, you see the same thing over and over. We're just telling you guys, those of you that are doing multiple things probably should just do one thing. Focus is so important. Uh, we've talked about this in the past, but Warren Buffett and Bill Gates got asked a question on what do you think is uh, one of the most important factors that have led you to your success? It was something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. They both wrote on a piece of paper without talking to each other. It was at the same time, I believe, and they both wrote down focus. Focus is super important. And everyone looks at, you know, I was talking to someone the other day and they're like, you know what? I think the new thing is not focus. If you look at a lot of people like Elon Musk and stuff like that, they're doing a lot oh, of things yeah, at you, once. You, I was like, who told me? You, you told me about this. I told this. you yeah. that. And I was at dinner and I respect the person who ended up telling me he's really smart. We both know him, mutual friend of ours. I agree with that if you're Elon Musk. Most of us are not Elon Musk. For most people, 99.99% of the population out there, you need a focus. There's not enough time in the day to build a massive company. Elon is able to do it. Most people don't. And I think it's one because he's extremely brilliant, but I also do believe there is some luck on his side as well. Uh, there was a, a VC named Guy Kawasaki and Guy Kawasaki wrote is a he book. A VC? He used to be. Yeah. He, he? Was a, he was at Apple's Evangelist. Uh-huh. Then he had uh, Garage Ventures, which is his venture fund. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, he had it for a long time. And then from there, he became evangelist for Canva. He's done well in his life. But when you look at Guy in his book, Art of the Start, you know, he talks about in life, if he could pick, he'd rather invest in luck. Because if you look at a lot of the business that have done well, a lot of things you can't control. Like if you look at YouTube, was it uh, Vimeo that or Vio that got bloody and went out there and fought all the battles with video being online? Was there it was, Vimeo? 
a Vio, I think. Okay, Vio. Yeah, it was yeah. one of those video platforms yeah. that got bloody before you and they paved the way for YouTube. Yeah. Right? It wasn't that YouTube had a better idea. Someone else got bloody before them dealing with laws and regulations, which also helped pave the way for YouTube and to just go the, and crush. the YouTube acquisition by Google was was lucky too because YouTube couldn't support all the server costs and everything. Dude, and it was so expensive. They paid what is it, one point eight billion? Yeah. I haven't seen it in a 1. long time. One or something. So, but no, I think it was higher than that. It wasn't I thought it was one point eight? It was something ridiculous. Here, let me just type it in. YouTube acquisition. YouTube price. Google buy one point six five. You're closer. One point six five. Yeah. Either way, that's a ton of money, and everyone back then thought they overpaid for Google or for YouTube. Yeah. And now look at it. It's worth over a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. In Google stock, they're laughing to the bank. That was one of the best acquisitions they made. Mm -hmm. I consider that luck. If you look at the Instagram acquisition by Facebook. Part of it was luck. I think the Instagram founders really kicked themselves for selling out. Now that thing would have been worth over a hundred billion dollars itself. Who knows? I mean, you know, I would say afterwards, Google Google really improved. Without Google's like product updates to YouTube, it wouldn't have gone where it went. And then I know when Instagram sold, they only had a couple of people. But actually, this this actually parlays into this this tweet over here. I don't know if you saw this. Have you seen this graph before? So. This graph here, I'll, I'll read it out. And those of you that can't see the screen. Is it newspaper advertising and then is it yeah. with adjusted with inflation? Yeah. Uh, well, billions of dollars not adjusted for inflation. But you can see there's a blue line over here, which shows the app, the newsletter industry. Oh, show it to the camera. Yeah. Newsletter industry over here going to $67 billion or so. And then all of a sudden in the 2000s, so Google comes out of nowhere. And then Google, it's like this pink line, it just shoots up. And you see all these other advertising platforms shooting up. But the newsletter platform the, or newsletter industry just newspaper goes Newspaper industry. Sorry, Sorry no, newsletter. Newspaper. newspaper, yeah. The blue line just goes completely down, right? So basically it's... It's when legacy, so, so here's, here's the tweet from Balaji. So Balaji says, it's when, we now understand the 2010s, it's when legacy media fought a ferocious but ultimately doomed rear guard campaign against the internet. That's why they pushed censorship so hard and constantly thumped their chest about being journalists. It was protectionism. They were dying. So it's interesting because the other thing is you can see the thousands, hundreds of thousands of newspaper employees. <laughs> it just goes straight down. And you that hear about all these layoffs that are happening. It sucks that people are getting laid off. That sucks. But like this kind of goes into what we we're just saying. It's like, why do people buy Instagram? Why do people buy WhatsApp? Why do people buy YouTube? It's because of the attention. That's where the money is. And look at Facebook making $207 per user over Netflix is 194. And what is Netflix doing now? Introducing ads. What did Amazon do? Introducing ads. Mm -hmm. Dude, I met up with a guy at Amazon. I forgot at what conference. Uh, it was somewhere in Utah. It was for an e-commerce conference. Uh, and he's wanted to sit down and he's one of their spokespersons, deal with their whole ad platform. He's like, Neil, if you want to put this bottle of water in one of the shows that we make, we can switch it out for X amount of impressions. And then if you want to change your shoes on the person, we can change the shoes. We can adjust placements of different products for shows and movies that we produce. And you can actually have ads integrated How into much? the media. Uh, we didn't get an pricing. He was pitching it to me to pitch to all of our customers. Got it. Got it. Well, and by the way, I mean, this, this could be the, the, the thing we could wrap up on. Um, talking about changing things up, AR and VR, you, you tweeted about your, your Apple Vision Pro experience. Dude, the Apple Vision Pro. I have another one in my unit. I got two. I thought you're you're returning it. Yeah, I did return the first one. Oh, so you still have one. I got to return the second one too. Oh, okay. All right. I ordered it literally at like 5.02 or 5.03 or something like that in the morning, the day it first came out. And then I found that I was going to get it like four or five days later. So I'm like, screw this. So I went to Apple and I bought one. And I told the lady, she's like, just return the other one. Yeah. So then I bought it, put it on, 
thing was amazing technology wise. I think it is the future. There's not enough essential apps on there. It's too heavy and it gives you a headache if you at least have uh, contacts. My, I have LASIK, so I don't have prescription lenses, but you know that feeling if you wear contacts or glasses for the very first time, it gives you a headache for a bit. It hurts. You, you, yes, yeah. you get the same feeling when you end up uh, doing it the other way around. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, you you said it's gonna. You think it's gonna be game changing. Andrew Wilkinson tweeted something. He said it, he thinks it's gonna be game changing, um, or sorry, no, he thinks it's a novelty. So it's kind of like how you think about it right now. It's more of a novelty yes. than anything. Austin Reef of Morning Brew, he thinks it's gonna be game changing technology. So we'll see where it's gonna go. I'm the type with this type of stuff. I. I'm usually an early adopter, but I'm going to wait for like an, one iteration or two. I've been waiting on iterations for an Apple Watch for a while. I still don't have one right now because I just don't like wearing things. But anyway, that's that for this episode. Please don't forget to rate, view, subscribe, and we'll see you tomorrow. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.